Welcome to Kyla's Q&A. I'm Justin Myrick, and recently my son Drake said I need new intro music. So let's do this. Hey Dad, how about some college questions? Let's hear them. Let's hear them. Welcome to the latest episode of College Questions. We are so glad that you're listening in. And I want to just say thank you to those of you who've been sharing our podcast and and challenging others to listen to it. Uh, It's such a blessing to hear how it has blessed and encouraged you in your walk with Christ. And so I want to continue to encourage you guys to, uh, if you you listen to an episode and and someone comes to mind, uh, feel free to text them the link and I would appreciate that so much. Uh, We're always thankful uh, in the ways that God's using the podcast. And we have an exciting question today, and I'm thankful for the question and our guest that's joining us. The question is, will I be a good parent? Now, I realize that this is college questions, and so you might be thinking, why in the world are we talking about will I be a good parent for college students? But one thing that I've found is that sometimes people make the mistake of waiting until they're in a situation before they get prepared for it. And I feel like wisdom would say, hey, get prepared long before you ever find yourself in a situation. And parenting is one of those things that I believe that your college years and your early 20s are such a fantastic season of just paying attention and learning from others. Uh, And I believe, let's be truthful, that, that you don't just become a parent instantly, like do all the things you want to do. It's a carryover of what's happening in your everyday life. The things and the patterns that you are establishing now are going to carry on, and they'll they'll uh, impact your parenting. And so, uh, but this is a good question. So, will I be a good parent? I do believe it's relevant for um, our college students, and obviously anyone else that's out of college listening. Um, I think that uh, our guest is going to share some wisdom uh, on things we we can always evaluate and we can always learn new things. And so, I'm excited to hear uh, what she has to share. Uh, about this topic and about how we can really think about our actions and reactions and how we can be good parents. Um, And so with that, I want to introduce our guest. She has been the director of preschool and children here for going on. Preschool, not children. Just preschool. Just preschool, yeah. Preschool. I think of kids, so that's my apology. But preschool for how many years now? 13 and a half years. Going on 14 years. Yeah. And we are so blessed and encouraged to have her with us. And I know many of you uh, have seen her. You, many of you college students help serve with her, whether it be on Sunday mornings or Wednesday nights with our serve night. Uh, many of you parents, if you're listening, you help. Uh, you know Miss Darlene because you drop your kids off with her and you see her. And she's always there with a smiling face greeting you and your children. And so... I want to welcome to the podcast now, Miss Darlene Jernigan. Darlene, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Well, Josh, thank you for asking me. And I was really, well, I don't mean Josh. I meant Justin. Okay. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Josh, it's a, Justin, Justin, it's all, it's all the same. Yeah, it's right. all good. But I was, it's funny that I was you, processing who is Josh and what? Yeah, <laughs> it's you, Justin. It's you, Justin. But it's funny when you asked me the other day because I just had, my grandchild, my oldest grandchild, is 19 years old. She'll be 20 in May, okay. and um, she's been going to school in Northeast Arkansas, and she's getting ready to transfer to Arkansas State University. Okay. And also, her uh, boyfriend, first boyfriend ever All right. of a year, has is attending Arkansas State University as well. Okay. And we've met him several times, and yes, we do approve of him. 
Good. And um, <laughs> yes, he knows the Lord. Um, they were over at our house two weekends ago, and um, they were just going to kind of hang out, you know, and do whatever we were doing. But one of the things I had to do is I had to come up to church and take care of a little bit of business that I had not finished during the weekday. So Zach had never seen our our facilities before. Mm. So he was just in awe of, you know, our worship uh, center and the whole church as a whole. But when we opened the doors to the preschool area, I mean, he was just overwhelmed Mm. with all the different rooms and all the different toys and all the different things we had into the classroom. And he and Emily were joking and kidding. And, you know, he was he was they were just rambling on about, wow, kids. Have we talked about kids? Hmm. Well, yeah, we kind of talked about kids, but I guess that's something we should talk about. Mm. You know, because they are, you know, they really believe right now that the Lord would have them be together mm. the rest of their lives. Yeah. But um, this is a great question, and I'm probably mm. not going to answer this till the very end because, you know, we'll probably get off on, on different avenues here. But, yeah, it's something that you should talk about even as college students. It's very mm. important. Yeah, and I feel like there are certainly, I became a parent 10 years ago. <laughs> Just wow. in September is 10 years ago. And and uh, and really prior to that, because as soon as, you know, Brooke says, hey, we're pregnant, you know, you feel the weight of parental responsibility right. immediately, right? Right, and you start, exactly. I get the app that says what's happening to her <laughs> at week six and yes. the fingers growing. I love and, it. You know, the heartbeat and all this just amazing stuff that God does and you know, that was so fun for me to learn. And so I remember, you know, you do feel the weight of that. And I remember now, 10 years later, there are absolutely things that I feel like I do that of things I picked up as a college student, as a young 20, mid 20 something. I didn't get married till I was 26. No, I'm sorry. I met Brooke when I was 26. We got married two years later at 20. I turned 28 just shortly after we got married. Mm -hmm. So I got married a little later. So my twenties was a really I observed a lot of parenting and I kind of made like, Oh, I really like that. That's really cool how they did that. And it's neat how, like you said, if we make the most of that season, it is a great season to learn some of those. It things. really is. In fact, uh, you know, at our church, as you said, we have a lot of college students, uh, praise the Lord that work in our nursery and preschool and children area mm. as well as middle school area. But I have seen over the past couple of years that the college students They'll come to me, and they, uh, of course, I ask them, why do you want to work with nursery and preschool? Well, I love kids, or I love babies, you know, or whatever. Mm. But it is it is an eye-opener for most of them, because I think mm. what they thought is they were just going to be coming into a room and sitting back and just watching the kids play around the room. As we, we, we say, this is a naughty word, the word babysitting. Mm. We don't like to use that word, babysitting, mm. here in our church, because... We feel like when you enter a room, no matter if you're a high school student or a college student or an adult, seasoned adult, that you're not babysitting, you're teaching. Mm. And so we have to literally train our high school students and college students that when they walk into a room, they're not babysitting. They're not just Mm -hmm. sitting there to watch kids to make sure they don't kill each other. Of Mm -hmm. course, that's that's good to do. (laughs) But also, these kids are listening to every single thing 
that you're saying, whether yes. you're saying it to them or one of the people they're working with. Mm-hmm. They're hearing everything, whether they're looking at you or not. They might be over in the corner playing baby mm-hmm. dolls or playing with the Legos or whatever, but everything you're saying, whether it's about the Bible story, an activity, mm-hmm. or anything, they're absorbing. They're sponges, and they're mm-hmm. they're taking in every little thing you say. So for our college students and our high school students, it has been a huge eye-opener. And to be truthful, there has some that have come to me and said, you know, this is not quite, you know, my area. Yeah. You know, I think I'll move it on up the stairs, yeah. you know, and go yeah. a little bit older, you know, which is okay, too. Yeah. So, No, and I think, you know, that's you're right. It's such a blessing to have students who are willing to jump in and serve and, and kind of learn that, hey, this is different than what I expected. And they're able to kind of uh, realize the opportunity they have to be an influence uh, on little children, like you said. And, and I think it's amazing how, you know, I always think about you never know how God is using your life or things you say. And the smallest of act of kindness or story or what God can use that to instill biblical truths in a child's mind. Um, those are powerful, and sometimes I don't think we realize the the power of that at coming in. You, you see that, right. and you can help encourage new people working with preschool. Um, well, tell me this, because I think half of it is obviously embracing uh, children are a beautiful thing. Uh, God loves kids, right? We see that's Jesus exactly, love right, kids. Right. like that's. But in our culture, we see kind of the opposite of that. It's like kids become like, oh, kids, they just take away, they... They prevent you from doing uh, what you want to do. Um, I actually heard on the radio today that it made me kind of sad because I guess I was listening to a country music station and I think, um, is it Dolly Parton was on the Oprah Winfrey news show? Hmm. And the way that they said was that Oprah asked her a question and Dolly Parton, who I guess has not had, she chose to have no right, children. Right, right. She, and the way she said it was, and I think this just feed, it made me sad because I think it feeds into our culture. I haven't listened to the interview, but according to how they passed this mm-hmm. information on, they said that what she communicated was that she's thankful she did not have children because it would have held her back from her career. That wow. she was able to accomplish all the things she did without, because she did not have children. And that broke my heart because how many people, young people are going to hear that and go, that's exactly why I don't want to have kids because this is the message people get i mean this is the message that's thriving among culture and it's just it's sad to me because i I see such obviously the there's this beautiful biblical like be fruitful multiply we see this this is a and you see the beauty of it and yes there are challenges but the rewards far outweigh the challenges and then i think about you see so many successful women who have done it with children who's the the new supreme court what's her name uh Oh, yeah. What she's got? What five, six, seven kids? Yes. Can't she, remember her name. Like I call that success. She's yes. amazing. You, you see her interviewed. She she has poise. She has grace. She has she's so intelligent. She she's able to communicate so powerfully. And and so I, I think. Wait a second. Like there is a way. There is a way to do it. Yeah. That's and exactly so I don't. Right. So I think it's always. So I think part of this conversation has to be, what is my perspective on children? Right. Because I think so many couples do go in with their like, man, kids. Oh, no. You know, we just it's like there's no thought process of even looking forward to that. Whereas for me, I certainly uh, my growing up was very different in the sense I had one older sister and I would describe my household growing up in one word and that would be chaos. Mm. And so I remember even before I came to know God at age 15, that God had 
started instilling me a desire to have a family. I didn't know what it meant to do it right, but I wanted to do it right, if that made sense. I wanted to have children so that they would not have to go through what I went through, right? Mm -hmm. I wanted to give them a fighting chance. I wanted to give them laughter and fun. And by the way, I've got a great relationship with my parents now, and God's restored a lot of that, and I'm grateful. Mm -hmm. But the first 10 years of my life was utter chaos, (laughs) okay? And they they would agree with that. But I think, you know, that's part of it is, is um, I do think it's worth us talking about. You know, have you seen that in our culture uh, among just um, people, just couples? Have you, do you sense that a little bit? And well, has, you probably see that more than I do. Because yeah. remember, I work with everyone who's having kids. <laughs> exactly. Right. And so, I mean, you know, we even keep a list of the expectant moms and we call dads as well. And, uh, of course, this year, I, w- I would expect covid we would have been very fruitful mm. but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. in that sense, but we really haven't. It's kind of been the opposite. But, um, you know, I really don't see that as much as you do, and yep. that's why I was really surprised when you said that about Dolly yeah. Parton because yeah, I, do, I had heard that just, just a few months ago. But just just listen, look at what she, she has, the Dolly Parton theme park, oh, yeah. and, all, you know, and kids go yeah. there oh, yeah. and the – stampede whatever but oh yeah yeah that really surprises me that you know that she said that but well, like I'll you hear, said you you hear that more than i do i don't hear that as much as you would probably hear it i think i don't work around people well, like and, that and part of it is too is i think about um sometimes and i think there's rewards and challenges in every season right that's true i think babies have their rewards and their challenges yes. toddlers yes every know, season every season every and, season but one thing that i am grateful for is that it's like, you know, I wonder about, I wonder if some of these folks, if they will reach age and, 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 you know, where they look back and go, man, it'd be nice to have some, somebody helping take care of me right now. Like that's, <laughs> that's one thing I'm grateful for. It's like, you know, there's going to be a return on this and I'm grateful for that, you know, that, but, uh, well, you know, I so, think, I think, um, when mm-hmm. our college students, you know, they find that their spouse, their mate, who they're supposed to be with, um, I think it's so important that they receive counseling, that they receive mm. biblical counseling, yeah. godly counseling. Yep. And and I know, I'm sure, um, I'm one of those who did not receive that uh, many years ago. You didn't hear of it back then as like you do mm. now. But I think it's so important um, because I know a lot of people, they might get into a relationship and say, hey, let's get married. I love you. You love me. I want to spend the rest of our lives together. And children's not even, they don't mm. even talk about it at yeah, all. And then sometimes, you know, one person wants three kids and the other says, I don't want any kids. Exactly. I, mean, I remember conflict. my sister. Oh, mm. my goodness. Um, my sister, when she and her husband got married, um, they both loved each other tremendously, but my brother-in-law just told her right off, I don't want to have kids. Mm. And that just broke her heart. And she just thought, well, you know, uh, he'll surely change his mind. Mm. And, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years went by. And uh, she was just in torment over it. It just broke her heart. Mm. So um, finally she won. You know, she went over, Mm. and they took this cruise, and, you know, she got pregnant. And I'm telling you, I'm talking about an amazing dad, mm. so engaged. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were 30 and 31 having kids, their first child, you know, mm-hmm. first child when yeah. most of their friends yeah. had either finished or maybe yeah. just starting out or whatever. I started at age 30. Yeah, you know, and some people are <laughs> yeah. finished. I was That's done, right. but yeah. well, no, I wasn't. But, you know, most yeah. people are, yeah. a lot of people are done by 30. But um, 
oh, awesome parents, That's great awesome. parents, so yep. engaged with their children. But here's the thing. They had done all, they've traveled. Mm. They had purchased the things that they'd want to purchase. Yep. They had their home. Yep. They had all these things under their belt, and like like they're sitting back twiddling their fingers, like, okay, what's yep. next? What do we do now? Well, I guess we'll have some kids, you know? Well, and it's, <laughs> it is so funny. And I remember, by the way, this is, and I, and I want to get to the question, you know. Yes, okay, I do want to get to that by question. By the way, I, I do want to ask you, my next question is, I okay. want to share a story, but I, I do want to ask you, all right, what makes a good parent? Right, so, so be thinking about that. Here's something okay. that happened to me, to your point. I remember when I... Brooke and I, again, I got married later and I had this background of a chaotic household. So I had a longing to have a family, like not just a wife, a wife is it? That is the first yeah, piece right, of the puzzle. Exactly. But then I wanted other pieces, but, in, you know, I was praying and I, I wanted that and God blessed me with the wife and I was so excited to meet Brooke. And so I come back from journeyman, we get married shortly after and we had only been married for six months or so. And I was, we, I think both of us were kind of like eager to, to have children, you know, it's kind of neat, but we we're also scared. Yeah. And I remember I called a friend of mine and I was telling him and, and really without realizing it, I was giving him all the excuses of why it would be wise to not do that right now. Right. Like I was giving him all and I didn't even realize it, but I was like, you know, this is, you know, this, and I'm giving him the money thing and the we, we're here for, you know, all the all the reasons. And he stopped me, and said, hey, man, let me just stop you right there. And I was like, OK, he's like, listen. You're never going to be ready. That's At right. some point, you just have to take a leap. That's right. And it all works out. That's right. And I think there is so much wisdom in that because that that was, I appreciated that. And yeah. that was fun. So let's say that you either A, have someone listening now who they're not even, they're just being learning to be content in singleness and they're, but they want to learn about being a good parent, what right. that means. Uh, or you've got a couple that is getting ready to get married. They have had a, I've got a marriage counseling session today. You know, it's like, <laughs> I'm sure they've talked about children and down the road, they, they want that to be something that happens and they're excited about it. And they're wondering, you know, how, what does make a good parent, you know? So what would you say to that? Like what, what makes a good parent? Well, there's a lot of different answers, really. There okay. could be a lot of different answers. Okay. And I'm sure there's a lot of different answers according to For sure. exactly to who you, <laughs> according to who you are. Um, of course, you're going to love that child. I mean, you know, the minute that baby is born, I mean, the, the, the minute they put that baby mm -hmm. in your arms, um, you fall in love. And there's not anything you wouldn't do for that child. Mm. There's not anything that you wouldn't do. I mean, it, it, it's it's the most awesome experience that you'll ever go through. Um, but here's the question. You're going to love that child. You really are. And you're going to do everything you can for that child. But are you going to raise that child the world's way, the way of the world? Or are you going to raise that child God's way? Mm. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. those are two different questions here. And, and we know that there's a lot of people who are great parents that don't know the Lord. Mm. I'm thinking yeah. of one right now. Yeah. They do not know the Lord, but they're awesome parents. Mm. I mean, they spend time with their child. Yeah. They discipline their child. Um, they give them time. Um, I mean, they have a great marriage. They mm. don't know the Lord. Mm. But I would say they're good parents, mm. except for one thing. Yeah, missing the... God's not in yeah. the equation yeah. there. God's not in the equation at all. Yeah. So, I mean, I had this book that I picked up. It's funny. Um, this is a crazy story, but I'm just going to tell it. Sure. Uh, two years ago, 
I was um, sitting in the doctor's office having my annual mammogram, and um, they told me to go back and sit and wait. And usually when you have to go back and sit and wait, you know, there's something Mm. shady that they have to see or whatever. And I wasn't too concerned about it. But then when they asked me if someone was with me, then I really got Mm. a little anxious and no, there's no one with me. Mm. But they said, well, we need you to wait a little bit longer if you're okay. I said, sure, no problem. So the funny thing is I had this book (laughs) in my purse and I hadn't read it yet. Mm. And I picked it up and it is the gospel for life. The Gospel and Parenting, hmm. and it is by Russell Moore and Andrew T. Walker. Just this tiny little book. Yeah. I mean, you see it right here. Yeah. I mean, how many inches is that? Yeah, not even one. Not, like yeah. half an inch. Half an inch. Yeah. I sat there and read three-fourths of this book hmm. while I was waiting for them to come get me so that they could tell me that I had breast cancer. Hmm. So I was open up this book and look at look at here. You mm. can see where I highlights have all over the place. Hi, I had a highlighter in my purse, so I said, you know, I'm just going to busy my brain right now, and this whole book is about parenting, mm. God's way, the godly way, mm. and I was tearing up because I said to myself, Oh my word, I wish I'd had a book like this. Mm that I could have read when I was bringing up my children. That's good. And um, I've got to buy this book. I've got to get this for all my parents who, you know, who go through my series mm. on baby, before baby dedication. And I literally was folding pages over and crying as I oh, was wow. reading this book because, you know, you think about, well, you know, the Bible, God doesn't talk about parenting in the Bible. Well, yeah, he does. Mm. Yes, he does. I mean, the Bible gives us everything we need. It's mm-hmm. it's God's instruction book. Mm. And you might, it might not say baby, but it's talking to everyone. Yeah. And I mean, the Bible is chock full, especially in Deuteronomy, on how to bring up your child and how you can talk about him when you rise up, when you walk along the way, mm-hmm. when you lay down at night. Is that and Deuteronomy 6? Yes, is it is, yes. Deuteronomy 6. And the other thing is when we have children, have you? did you notice that it was all about the child? It was mm. all about Hallie, wasn't it? Was mm. it all about Hallie? Well, <laughs> she I mean, was born pretty much. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy how yes. it, you're absorbed with everything about yeah, that child. Yeah, they literally... I remember a buddy of mine described it once. He's like, you know, you have your first child. We had not had children yet, so I'm listening to him tell this story. <laughs> like, if we, you know, everybody's there. You got doctors and nurses, and everybody's checking on people and all this. He's like, and then after a couple of days, they just hand you the baby, and you're like, you just okay. want me to leave with That's this right. child? Like, <laughs> like utter, to your point, it's like it, that child is utterly 100% dependent upon you and your wife. Like, that's your spouse. Like, that's. Like, that's it. That's they're, right. They're, they, they, you had totally dependent. So, yes. <laughs> I mean, and you know, they have Everything all these books changed. now. Yep. You know, when I was having babies, I think yeah. there was one book, What yeah. to Expect When You're Expecting. Yeah. You know, I think that book's been around since Noah. But now there's so many yep. different ways, different types of things that you yep. can do. I mean, everything. It, it, my yep. daughter now, uh, yeah. she's 28, you know, she's there's had two gazillion, kids. There's, yeah. there, there's a gazillion things. Yep. But, you know, th- those are just... Those are just semantics. They're just logistic little things. Mm -hmm. But being a good parent, bringing that child up in the way of the Lord, 
to me is being a good parent. Well, and you know what I love about what you're saying is, and this is where I really wanted to think this is a great question for a college student to ask. If being a great parent is, it's not studying parenting. No. Oh my it's, goodness. It's actually exactly what you're saying. It's pursuing God. That's right. It's paying attention to how Holy Spirit's at work in my life. That's right. Because someone who's walking with God will make a great parent. That's exactly right. They will. Because guess what? These commands like Philippians 2, 3, and 4, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility, each of you should look not only to your own interest, but also to the interest of others. A student, a 24-year-old, who has been learning and paying attention to when they're not that, because let's be honest, we all have moments when we're doing the opposite of that. But when you can be humble enough to see it, recognize it, and learn from it, then all of a sudden you get in the situation. It happens first in marriage, right? That's You're right. like, oh, that's right. Oh, okay. And then the child comes along, mm-hmm. and then you learn that there. But the pro, I love you're you're so right, and it's so wise because the Bible, God's instruction book, and everything we're applying in our life right now, if we're learning will apply to our future things in life. That's exactly right. So I've met a lot of par- uh, a lot of uh, college students. They'll be like, you know, not a lot. I've had a handful of conversations in the last 10 years. And they're like, hey, you know what? I really want to learn about marriage and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, great. But, um, you know, and their default is they'll want to think they need to study a marriage book. And I'm like, <laughs> really? Let's like look at 10 commands of That's God. Right. Like, let's look at, you know, um, Mark 10, 45. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life. I missed an opportunity this morning, Darlene. We had a, a leadership meeting, and I asked some guys. And by the way, we had our students are awesome, and I'm so proud of our, our students who show up at 6 a.m. every Tuesday. But I asked them. Uh, we did it We did it twice. Once, I was like, hey, can I have some guys come help me? And they, they man, some students jumped up. Yeah, let's go. And they helped me rock out some dishes across mm-hmm. the street. It was great. And then at the end, I needed some help again. And again, they four or five guys jump up and I missed an opportunity because what I wanted to tell them. And I feel like, you know, if they're listening now, I just want to pass this on that. If you want a good marriage, Mm -hmm. learn to enjoy doing some dishes. That's exactly. Oh yeah. (laughs) Come on. Oh, that makes a woman really happy when she goes in that kitchen and sees that man doing some dishes. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, you know what? I thought about it later. I was like, Lord, I missed an opportunity. So maybe this is my redemption. If you're listening guys, I just want y'all to know if you want a good marriage, learn to do dishes and to enjoy it. And it's like that with so many things with it transfers to parenting too. Right. All these things. Isn't that the wisdom of God that it doesn't take you becoming an expert on that? Matter of fact, hey, (laughs) we're going to mess up over and over and over again. That's how we learn. That's how we learn. Now, what I hear you saying is that that if if I'm going to be a great parent, I'm going to still make mistakes. So how does that talk to me about that? Well, you know, we're we're all going to mess up. I mean, just like we mess up in our marriage, we mess up in daily life. We mess up in our workplace. But, you know, we mess up. And then we learn from it. Mm. We try again. We get up. It's just like God forgives us, doesn't he? He forgives Mm. us of our sins. And we get up the next morning, the slate's white clean again. You know, Mm. it's just like we mess up. But you learn from that and you you say, okay, I'm going to do better the next time. And that's just like in your marriage. Mm. Same thing in parenting. You're going to mess up. Mm. There are going to be times when you're, and you remember this, I know, that you're so exhausted 
you don't care about anything, you know. <laughs> and mothers, like when the dads are away and the moms are at home, I can remember the kids are screaming and yelling. And it's like four o'clock and you're trying to throw right. something together for dinner. And but you want the house to look clean, but you want to look good, too, you know, mm. and you don't want the kids screaming when the husband comes home. You want everything to be hunky dory. Mm. I mean, you know, the last thing you want to do you're screaming at your kids at the top mm-hmm. of your lungs. I just heard this the other day. Miss mm. Darlene, I did a I did a bad thing. Mm. This this young mama is she was just in torment because she screamed, she said at the top of the lungs to her two toddlers. Mm. Screamed at them and she said, "I, you know, instead of just taking care of the situation, stopping, spending a little time with them, doing mm. paying attention to them, I I wanted what I wanted. Mm. I wanted things to be the way I thought they should be. Yeah. And so I screamed and yelled yeah. and I know I shouldn't have done that. But you know, I said, "You know what? It's okay. You know, tell tell your kids. If they can if they're at this age they can understand say, "Oh, mom's so sorry. Mm-hmm. I messed up, but I'm going to do better." You know, just Go on, and, and you get a second and third and fourth chance because that's what's going to take when you're in parenting. Well, and, it, and if it's gospel parenting. Oh, definitely. You know, I, I remember, to our point about learning about parenting, even before you're a parent, when I was uh, a single guy recently out of college, 24 years old, I think, around, moved here in 2004. And I remember Brother Stephen... I feel like it was... I, he may have... It, I feel like it was... You know, I'll catch this with Greg, too. The you'll hear certain things and God will just use, he'll like in over a few weeks, you'll mm-hmm. hear him and God just could get your attention. Right. Well, at the time, brother Stephen, in a course of maybe it was over a couple months, but it just stood out to me that he said, there have been times when, or I think there were many times when the kids were little that I would mess up and I would have to get my kids and, and in the living room and mom in the living room and tell everybody, hey, three things. Yeah. Look, daddy was wrong. Mm. You know, that's not the way that a husband's supposed to speak to his wife or, mm-hmm. a, or a father's supposed to speak to his children. Mm-hmm. Will you forgive me? Mm. That's, now, that's I, so I, w- I was wrong. And will you forgive me? That's right. And I remember that really got my attention because speaking to my growing up, I never saw that. Right. So to to experience what happens when that's not there and then to hear that testimony, I thought, okay, there's something to this. That's right. And years later, so I was 24, maybe 25 at the time. So we didn't I didn't start having children until, you know, five or six years later. And there have been many times, Darlene, over the last 10 (laughs) years that I've had to kneel down at the bedside of one of my children and say, hey. Listen, Daddy was wrong, and 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 explain what I and and take responsibility for the specific thing I was wrong about, and say, you know, will you forgive me? And that is, I love oh, that's so sweet. But I love that, hearing but, you say but that. But here's what you know: I'm grateful for that example for Brother Stephen being willing to say that from that's the right. pulpit. I'm grateful for the grace of God, and what I love about what you're saying is so many times I think people put a lot of pressure on themselves when it comes to anything, whether it's marriage, parenting, mm-hmm. a job that you have to always have it together. And as if, and, and it's like the world's going to crumble if you make a mistake, yeah. I've actually embraced the fact that in fact, it wasn't, but not that long ago, a month or two ago, I, I don't know who I was talking to, but it was one of my children. I said, listen, you know, daddy was wrong. And you know, I just want you to let you know, I'm sad to say this, but there are going to be moments when I let you down. 
And I don't like that. And I'm really sad about that. But that's why I'm thankful for God and for Jesus who will mm-hmm. never let you down, mm-hmm. who will always be. And That's right. You know, I, our kids need to hear us. They need, need to hear that from parents. Mm. And I think back in the day when uh, when I was a child, I don't think I ever, mm. I, I, I never heard that. I never heard of anyone ever saying that, you know. Well, you know, why is it, it it's never easy, by the way, to A, admit, say, to say the words, listen, I, yeah. w- I was wrong. I am wrong. Yeah. And will you forgive me? That, that I don't. And by the way, that doesn't get easier just because you do it no, once. Like every it time, doesn't. it's like, I, it's hard. I think one reason it doesn't happen because that's a difficult thing to do. It really is. And I think it's, I think it's more difficult for the man than it is the woman. Mm. I really do. And then you've got the element of it's one thing to have to say that to like your wife, your, your, your husband, but then to, to kneel down and that's have to right. say it to and a four year old, a two year old. Yeah. It's like, but, but you know, our kids need to hear that because yeah. I mean, we're not perfect, yep. and they need to know that that our God is perfect, mm. but He does forgive. And um, but yeah, I I um, this parenting business it it is it's huge, um, and I think a lot of parents, like you were saying, they're scared to death when they first start out, but they have to realize they are going to mess up. Oh yeah, but you know what? It's okay. That's it's right. all right. It's all right if you mess up. Because God knows your heart. That's right. And and he's gracious in that I'm so, I've learned a lot about the grace of God. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've thought to your point, you know, you first, the first thing you said when we talked about this was, you, you know, that you're going to love those children. You are. Yeah. I have thought that, you know, what is it that I really hope my children leave with? Right. Like when they, I feel like you get them for generally years. speaking, 18 That's years. Right. There 18 are exceptions, years. but let's yeah. say, let's just 18 say. 18 years. For, so what would I want them to leave with? And obviously, you know, Jesus, yes. But let, and so I'm not making light of that. Like mm-hmm. I, I want them to have the gospel, mm-hmm. right? But I'm, I'm almost going to say like, that's, I know that, right? Like, so what are, beyond that, what are some key things? And you know what, the number one thing I think I want them to leave with is for them to know that I love them. Oh, oh. Like I want them to know that. Yes. And I got a story for you. Okay. Okay. Just a little yes, story. I don't know how much time yes. we have, but I no, have a story good. for you. I'm not going to go into the whole specifics. Okay. Um, because it would embarrass her to death if this ever got back to her. But um, there was an incident, um, oh, I'd say about 20 years ago. And um, one of my daughters had an accident Mm. in her brand-new red sports car. Mm. And um, there was a lot of of issues that go along with this accident on how it happened. But I'm telling you, she was absolutely scared to death. Not some, and I kept telling her, I go, hey, it's okay. It's a car because mm. she was hurt. I mm. mean, it could have been, it could have been fatal, mm. but by the grace of God, it wasn't. And uh, he spared her life and it was a horrible accident, totaled her car. And she came out with some stitches in her head and mm. a bruised knee and arm and all that. It could have been terrible, but she was worried to death about what we would think that she had the accident and that she totaled her car. And I literally, as we were in the bathroom together talking, and I said, listen, right then, God, because I, I, I will tell you, I, I was upset. <laughs> yeah. I really was upset. Yeah, yeah. Because it was her fault. Yeah. So right then, in a split second, you know, sometimes you have to make a decision mm-hmm. before you open your mouth. Yeah. Well, right before I open my mouth, this was God coming to me. I know it. It was saying, you can do two things. Mm. 
either you can just spew, spew mm. out however you feel, yeah. or you can show love and grace. Mm. And right then I opened my mouth and I hugged her and I said, baby, mm. listen, we will talk about all this later, but I want you to know I don't care about the car. Mm. We care about you. Mm. We love you. And there's not anything that you could do mm. that would make us Come not on. love you. Come on. And that's the gospel. That's it. That's that gospel. is the gospel. It is. It yeah. is. I got chill bumps right then because I remember that incident. Yeah. And it's right so then. And, and here's the thing. Our pastor's wife was in the bedroom next to the, the bathroom where we were. Mm. And she heard us talking. Oh. And when I came out, she was just in tears. And oh. she said, Good answer, Mom. Good answer. <laughs> Man, that's emotional. Yeah, that's so good. It is. I um, When you want that, you want your children to feel freedom to come to you oh, no definitely. matter what. Oh, definitely, no matter what. So we had a that's funny. That's a huge thing. Can I tell you a funny yes. story? This is, so we have, our oldest is 10, uh, so we have three in school. We have a kindergarten, second grade, and fourth grader. And my kids come home, and... You know, you always hear, because we're early in the journey, I would still consider, mm, yes. that, you know, you want your children to feel open, to come to you with any question. Mm-hmm. And that sounds great until they hit you with something <laughs> that you didn't see coming. And you're like, uh. So, <laughs> so I get home and they say, hey, dad, uh, we heard the F word at school today. And so right then, it's like you're, it's like you're, what you're saying, I'm like, okay, um, I'm, wow. I'm processing like, okay, mm-hmm. I don't need to be, they didn't. They're just exposed. We mm-hmm. just did. This is a great teachable moment. Yes, so here we is. go. All right. So here I am having the conversation. They're asking like, well, how do you spell it? Can I say it? Like, hold on, whoa, wait, let's <laughs> slow down. You know, and it was this hilarious five minute discussion. But God helped me because in that moment I, I, I wasn't, you know, angry. I wasn't. Uh, it was like, OK, let's talk about this. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, we got to have this conversation. I didn't anticipate this today, but OK, here we go. And uh and I think there is like to your and yours was a really powerful story. Mine's just light, funny. It's but it does speak to you. Do want your children to feel freedom to come to you? You do. And the difference of real easily, I could have said, "You heard what word? Yeah. What are you doing? You know, and gotten all exactly. You, know, you could uh, have, but yeah. ended up being a funny moment. And right. We, it was. We just we laughed and a very and said, teachable and, moment. And I taught them about the word, and we talked about what why words matter, and all. Right. It was a great well, that's conversation. Good. And I think, you know, you think about your daughter's reaction, what what would have happened, right, had you done the other? Mm. Like, you know, you think about that and then how how her probably just defense and, and fear of response and all that just probably was settled instantly That's right. by you speaking those words of life and saying, listen, we love you and there's nothing you can do. And do you know our relationship probably grooving stronger from that point on mm. i mean really that's good i mean i can say that my daughters are my best friends mm. yeah they, and i have that's three good. daughters they're my best friends they really are that's outside good. of jesus and my husband you know yes. what i'm saying but yes. they are no but you've got a great relationship and i think that's part of it right that you've and i think we're gonna have those moments i mean like i said i'm early in the journey but we're gonna have those moments where and i i like how you spoke to the fact that in that moment you saw that like you Felt like really saying one thing, but then God's getting your attention. Like, exactly. wait, 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 hold on. Think exactly. about this for a minute. It probably happens a lot of parenting. I imagine. Oh, well, you so, wait. So <laughs> I had You're a, not there yet with you know, the teenagers. The good news is about the, uh, you don't have to have it all figured out. I had a, we had a, there's a young couple in our church that is having a baby soon. And I remember uh, I just saw him 
I think it was a couple Sundays ago. Hey, congratulations. And, uh, I think the, the wife said, uh, any tips and, and, uh, you know, <laughs> I've gotten to the point now where I, I literally turned around and said, you know what? I said, uh, I think the first step of being a good parent is just admitting you don't know what you're doing. That's right. That's like, right. You know. And when people come to you and say, oh, just do like that. Everybody's going to have a solution for your problem. I was like, look, just smile and wave and just have fun. It's all going to work out. That's right. You'll be great because I know their hearts and because I know they've they they're a young couple who's learning to they've they're learning to love God and be close with Jesus. And and that transfers over. So that's right. It does. I love that. Um, are, do you think of some, so, okay, yes. And I love how we've hit on, I think what's the core element of being a good parent, right? Because I would say in fairness, like it is possible not to be a good parent, like, like, but, but that's going to be a, if you're fighting to, to do what's right before God and honor him, what I love about him is that he's, he, he uses you, he uses us in spite of us. And even in our flaws and our mistakes, like you are a good parent in the middle of all that. That's what I love about it. It's not that when you have those conversations and you have those failings that it also like, oh, no, not a good parent. No, like you're walking with God and you're making mistakes along the way. You're allowing your children, you're being transparent with them and honest with them. And they're seeing that. That's I feel right. like, isn't that one of the best things it we can is. offer to them is it just is. A, an authentic walk with God, which is going to include success and also failure. <laughs> right? Like that's. You know what I did when my uh, youngest daughter, I didn't do this with my oldest daughters because I had them kind of far apart. But my youngest daughter, I go, okay, all right, I've messed up a lot. I admit I've messed up a lot. But I want to make sure that my last daughter has everything that she needs to know before I send her out, you know, to the wolves. So I literally typed out on a sheet of paper. I did. I typed out on a sheet of paper nice. the things that I thought, I need to make sure that she knows these things. Yeah. <laughs> now, I knew she knew the Lord, yeah. and she had a, has a great yeah. relationship with the Lord. But there was other things when that I wanted you, her to know. When did you give it to her? I, oh, I didn't give it to her. It was for me. Just as a reference to make sure you were having yes, those conversations. Yes, it was like, oh, it was like cool. the summer before her senior year. Oh, that's fun. And I literally typed out this sheet of paper, and I said, okay, I've got to make sure. And it was a whole sheet full of things that she knew how that's to really do cool. before yeah. she enters the crazy world, you that's know, neat. as it is today. Then, I mean, I told her about it, and she thought it was crazy. But I said, no, it it, it helped <laughs> me. Awesome. It helped that's me. Good. I mean, I knew that she has had a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, yes. and I didn't wasn't worried about that. I was worried about other, <laughs> the other little things. Well, yeah, I mean, because what I hear you saying is believers as children of God, and again, I think it's important, God, there's so much, he, it was intentional to put so much family language in the Bible. It's all family right. language, dear children of God, and right. that is what we are. And so there's so much correlation here in parenting between us and God. And you see that I'm sure you've had those moments where you're saying something to your child and then you kind of almost stop halfway and you're like, okay, I see like God's rebuking you. Here I am trying to correct my child. And the very words out of my mouth is rebuking my exactly. own heart. Like, okay, God, and that happens it, to me all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I mean, I think that's so. Uh, I don't even know where I was going with that. What were we talking about? Well, I, I was talking my... about my list. Oh, that's uh, right. You had a list. I had a list. You had a, I love that. I think that's yeah, great. Yeah, I had a um, list. Yeah, I'm sure some people would be curious what it is, but that's up. To, I think the point is okay, here's where I was going. That yes, uh, okay, child of God, and yes, my children know Jesus, and I'm grateful for that. 
but we can still make a lot of dumb decisions that oh, lead to horrible consequences. Exactly. So then oh you want to think about <laughs> what are the things that I want to, you know, pass on to my kids? What are the things that I want them to at least consider thinking about? And hey, maybe they come to a different place than I believe on it, but I want to challenge them to think about it. It's like the Romans 14 thing where it's like, you know, each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. Right. Like, let's think about these things. If it's a disputable matter here, if it's something like uh, what came up the other day, uh, alcohol came up. This is weird. My kids are young. But, but <laughs> alcohol? I, yeah. Well, I poured a cream soda in a cup and mm-hmm. it had it, had, it was a glass and it had ice in it. And when I poured the cream soda, it had fuzz. In oh. it. And I, I mean, I was just looking at cream soda. Yeah. And, and one of my sons <laughs> says, that looks like a beer. You're kidding. <laughs> now, listen, we've never had alcohol in our house. Yes, we've never had I alcohol in our house. I just want to be clear. And I'm like, listen, I thought Brooke and I are like, wait, what? Where did you come from? Yeah. So, um, I love it. Now, I don't know. I mean, we have been to some of my family members do drink alcohol. So yeah. if we went to a restaurant... Maybe that I don't know, but I did ask. I was like, "Son, where in the world did you? How would you know it?" But you know, it did produce hey, it a great conversation. It. That's right, a great conversation. And, that's right. And uh, so, I mean, <laughs> that's one of those things that hey, let's talk about it. You know, and we said we were honest. We said, "Look, the Bible, God doesn't say alcohol is a sin. Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with alcohol. Drunkenness is a sin." And they're right. like, "Well, what's that?" And like, "Well, that's when you have too much of this." <laughs> and and I'm like. You know, but it was a fun conversation that I want to be honest with my right. children about that. You know, I've my personal conviction is that I just I don't drink, but that's my own. I think there's freedom uh, from Scripture. Some people have that freedom. They for that's a different conversation. Yeah, my children may get to a different place than me. I think I even told them. I I, I said this. I said, look, the truth is in our culture, um, usually with alcohol, it, it's it has to do with drunkenness. Mm-hmm. I said, so if I'm y'all, I would just encourage you to get through college, make that, figure out where you stand on that, like in your mid twenties. I was like, cause the people who try to figure that earlier, it just ends up in trouble. And that's going to be my advice to them. Um, and I think that's wise. That's just going to be what I, and it was interesting. I didn't think I'd have that conversation (laughs) now, but there you go. I'm having all kind of interesting conversations recently, but I love it. Um, are there, do you want to, okay. So I think, um, I hate to not ask you this and, and I think, what I love about what you're saying is I don't have to have it all together. Um, I need to know God and yeah. I need to pursue God. Yeah. And the grace of God is he's going to help me even when in, in when I do things right. And when it happens, exactly. I'm going to do things wrong and he's going to use me in that. And, and that's a great and I'm grateful for that. Um, are there are there any other like characteristics or things you would encourage listeners to consider when it comes to you know, life with God that will absolutely apply to parenting later. Does that make sense? Like, are there things that you would challenge them to consider now or, or what are some key elements of being a good parent uh, characteristics that you've seen uh, in what you, you would, you see things of uh, that people are doing like these young couples you're working with and you see them. Are there things that you see them do that, that well, are I helpful? Think one thing is um, to get out of yourself and more into others. Um, You know, because God tells us that we're not supposed to think more highly of ourselves than we do others. Mm. And uh, I think a lot of times uh, in the world that we live in today, it's it's all about a me mentality, Mm. entitlement. um, It's all about me. But I think one thing is, you know, because when you do have children, it's it's not just about you. Mm. I mean, it can't be. It has to be, you know, about that child, you know, to a certain, you know, to a certain aspect. But. I think 
serving others. Um, you know, a lot of times people, especially college students, they will have so many issues as far as studying um, and then also family problems. Yeah. But it seems like they have a hard time maybe reaching out to other people and serving other people. Mm. But I think once you do get out of yourself and into other people, it'll carry over into your marriage mm. and also into parenthood mm. because you'll already have that down. Mm. I mean, does that make sense? It does. I, in fact, I would, I think that's probably one of the core that would have so much of a lasting impact to every other area that we have. Right. So all, I feel like it, it impacts so much of what we do as followers of Christ, right. husbands, wives, fathers, mothers, uh, I mean, employees, I mean, like everything, right? Like that lesson, um, you know, even I remember in college, <clears throat> the challenge was to consider when you think of leadership, we did this little special class about servant leadership, right? Like what is servant leadership and how is that? And so that, no, I'm with you. I think that that's, there are so many times in parenting that you're not going to want to do stuff and learning mm to do those things anyway out of consideration for someone else. Right. That is one of the best lessons. So I, I'm a hundred percent behind you. I think if we, if you had to ask me for one, I'd, I would say that one because of that. And mm-hmm. I've, I've caught myself telling my children and college students is lately. I said, there is an incredible value in life in getting to a place where you don't want to do something anymore mm-hmm. as simple as dishes or as big as you name it. Mm-hmm. Getting to a place where you don't want to do something like everything in your mind mm-hmm. saying stop, quit, just walk away mm-hmm. and and pushing through and doing it anyway. There's value in learning to do stuff you don't want to do. Mm, that is good. And I just think so much of what you're speaking to helps us think about that, because what is it that's going to push me to do something even when I don't want to do it? The dishes, right? Yeah. Well, but you know what? That satisfaction and joy saying, hey. I did this. You know, yeah, that's so bad right. After the, yeah, I feel pretty good about this. It, if you push through, yes, there are incredible the rewards. The and then you see really cool rewards. That's from right. It. And that's right. Yeah. And, and maybe that's a, anyway, that's, yeah, I mean, there's a, yeah, yes. So I love that. You know, I think that's incredibly wise of you to say, and I just appreciate everything you're sharing. And I think it's such a great foundation because the answers to will I be a good parent or if you are a parent right now listening, am I a good parent? The answers do not lie in a list of here's the 25 things exactly. that make you a great parent. It's is, man, do I have a relationship with God? Right. Am I walking with God? Mm-hmm. Because okay. if I'm doing those things, he's going to help me. Even this number one thing we kind of hit on that you and I, it's, it's the first thing that came to your mind. In my mind, it's like such a big deal, right? But when you're knowing God and you're walking with God, he's helping you learn in how you're doing well in that. But also we all have ways we're not doing well in that. So right. he's helping you see that and learn from it and change. And that's ultimately what the gospel does in our life on a daily basis. It changes us. So I appreciate it. Is there anything else you want to share uh, with our listeners before we? You know, there's a, um, a couple things in here you might even want to talk a little bit while I find this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to find That's this great. in here in this little okay, book so here. Okay, so by the way, I ought to ask, so our listeners are aware, is this book available in our library? Um, You know, it is not. Can we but get that's it available? great. I need to Do you have talk, an extra copy we could, um, or, or we could talk with them? You know, I have given all of these out to okay. parents. Okay. 
but I can order some more. We got to get one because in there. Because they're not, I mean, I'm telling Let's you guys. One. If you are, if you are curious <sighs> about this book, we can make it available to you. Reach out to me. Uh, we'll get one in the library and you can come check one out. Just give us some time. How about we'll have one by the, uh, when you get back next semester in January, we'll see if we can have one in the library. Oh, that okay. would be great. That would be awesome. Um, oh my goodness. Where is it here? Oh my goodness. I'm trying to find it here. Mm. Oh, I can't even find it. It's I okay. Can't even find it's it. okay. I can't find it, Justin. Hey, you know I'm what? I'm so sorry. It's all right. Hey, it's Ms. all Darlene, right. This I'm telling a, you, see this book. It's chock it, full it's of. It's got a lot of highlights. It's got a lot you, of highlights in it. it. Well, I'm telling and you. And it's so neat how the Lord. And it's backed up with scripture. It's just not a book that yeah. just talks about yeah. what they believe. Uh, it is absolute, absolutely um, brings up scripture for yes. for everything that they talk about well and i love how you started that conversation with it. it's like you know will i be am i you know yeah well let's look at god's word let's look at those instructions and and be teachable to god right and i think that is you know it's it's kind of a weird question right because we were never considered like am i it's like asking am i a good christian like i don't really that's not really it's like you either are or you're not Am yeah. I a good parent? Well, you're either a parent or not a parent, right? That's like, right. That's right. And so yes. This is who I am. Now, how do I learn? And I've got to admit, I'm 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 flawed in some areas. I've got mm-hmm. some growth areas. Hey, there's some areas I'm strong in. But you know what? I've got to be willing to admit the areas I'm weak in, and I've got to get help in those areas. Whether that's counseling or or reading some resources like this book or listening to other, you know, learning. Right. And so I think that's the goal. And so that's kind of an interesting observation that I just made is like we don't you know, the question is kind of tricky. Right. It's it's a weird one. But I do like it that it forces our minds to think about that. Um, but I like the place we landed. So, uh, well, Darlene, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Oh, it was my pleasure. Well, I appreciate it. And if you have any more questions, maybe Miss Darlene said something or if you're a young lady and you're curious about that list she had for her daughter. I'm sure she would share that with you if you would like to know. So you can reach out to her and say, Miss Darling, can I see that list? Because I'm really curious what that is. She is smiling so big right now. I promise you, she would love that. If that's okay, if I just offer oh, that up. Oh, that's just great. So, I love it. I love to talk to them. So she is, and I've, I've, I've learned that about you. You know, anytime a young couple... Or I've had questions, you know, over the last 10 years, and you've been so uh, gracious to offer your advice, and I really appreciate that. And so I know you do that for so many in our church and, and in your life, and so that's such a, an encouragement to have people um, who are a little further down the journey. You've, you've Your kids are older now, so you've kind of had that experience, and you work with so I appreciate your willingness just to help others um, my honor God with it's the role, privilege. with the responsibilities that they've been given. And so uh, I hope and pray that this episode has been an encouragement to you. Like I said, whether you are a single college student like I was, uh, hey, I learned a lot. Like I referenced um, just from, you know, Brother Stephen's sermon and, and, and that he may have only said that two times, but it stuck with me. And I hope and pray that there was something in this that will stick with you. Or if you're a parent right now, I hope and pray that it's been encouraging to you that say, hey, they don't know what they're doing either. They're all, we're all just figuring it out. That's right. Well, that is exactly right. But God is good and he uses us um, in spite of us. And I'm grateful for that. And so thank you guys so much for listening in until next time. I'm Justin Myrick, encouraging us all to stay connected to church, connected to each other, and most importantly, connected to the God we love and serve. God bless.